Welcome back. This is Survived. With Sophie. And Lexi. We started telling our story in college. Our survive story in college. And we are moving on to bring you guys more. Through many different topics. And right now, it is not very much winter anymore. And I'm a little bit sad, but I'm also happy that... The wind chill is not negative 10 outside. I don't know. I kind of miss the cold. Yeah. I don't know. It. I kind of miss the cold because it's a little too warm for me. Like, we finally adjusted. Like, I feel like I finally got used to it. Now it's like, oh, 40 degrees again. Yeah, I finally brought my hat and mittens out. And now I'm like, what do I do with these? <laughs> Gotta put them back. Mm-hmm. Who knows? I wonder what the groundhog will say soon. When is Groundhog's Day? February 2nd. That's next week, right? Yep. We'll have to find oh. out what the groundhog says. Yeah, we'll have to tell everybody. Mm-hmm. The famous groundhog. But other than the weather, do we have any true crime updates right now? Um, none that I'm aware of, Sophie. None from my side of town currently. So today we're just going to hop right into the episode. And this episode is a survived episode and also kind of a mystery disappearance episode. Done. And we are going to do the disappearance of Riker Webb. A lot of people either know about this story or have talked about this story. Um, I'm sure you've seen pictures circulating the internet of kind of what happened to Riker Webb. Um, However, we're just going to kind of talk about the backstory and everything that goes along with that yeah talk about some of the conspiracy theories and then we'll talk about maybe some debunks that we could go through um, Mm -hmm. and then you guys let us know your thoughts on them yeah so Riker Webb is was a three-year-old In June of 2022, when he was reported missing on a Friday afternoon, roughly two miles from his home in the small town of Troy in northwestern Montana, and this was according to the Lincoln County Sheriff's um, Darren Short. And in reports, authorities originally reported Riker as four, but he was actually three at the time. Riker had been playing outside with his family dog when he went missing at the time, and he supposedly had heard a few noises coming from the forest that drew him closer. When he was finally discovered, um, the toddler was discovered by a family that was checking on their cabin, and there's a couple conflicting reports about this part 
So he was found in a shed or he was found in a lawnmower bag, like trying to keep himself warm. Mm-hmm. So there's a little bit difference. It could have been in a shed which had a lawnmower bag inside which, of the shed. Yeah, could have been that. Um, both of them have been reported. Which would make total places. sense. I mean, that's yeah. usually where lawnmowers are. Mm-hmm. And Riker was reported missing on a Friday afternoon, and he was found on Sunday. So that is two days. He was in the woods. It's a long time for a three-year-old. Mm-hmm. They So how they found him, this family, they heard a little boy's voice from the shed out back where they kept the generator. Um, and that's where they found him. And then when police arrived on the scene, they said that Riker was visibly shaken. So, short, the police officer had asked Riker several questions at the time, and the little boy just said that he went for a long walk by himself, and then he got tired. And then the police officer said that his eyes lit up at the mention of being reunited with his parents. He had an wide-eyed, scared look to him until he got back to his mom and dad. The police officer said, and I think that is kind of what everyone has been mentioning over the internet and different conspiracy things. So we'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, So after his rescue in June of 2022, Riker was taken to Cabinet Peaks Medical Center for an evaluation, and he was later on discharged. And to this day, the case still remains open of how he ended up so far away. Um, Short said to today's uh, Today Magazine, uh, we're still looking into why he disappeared and why he wasn't being watched closely. Mm Mm-hmm. In a press release, the Lincoln County Sheriff's Office said Riker was located. Um, they did an expansive search because the parents did, you know, report him missing, as one should if your child goes missing. Um, and they did a ground search with ATVs, several drones, and dog teams. And... It was that family checking on their cabin that found him. Riker was found in good spirits and apparently healthy, although hungry and thirsty and cold. Much, I mean, I imagine, I imagine he would be all of those. Especially very dirty. He was in the woods for two days, right? Or walking around the forest. Like, I can't even imagine 
being three is it gets dark out there and cold mm-hmm. and with no food or water like in animals oh I would be scared being an adult like I'm I'm scared of the woods things lurk in the dark in the woods and it's creepy mm-hmm um Riker had left some clues to which direction he had wandered, though. Mm-hmm. So, he was very interested in bugs and insects. As ground searchers walked up um, to the trail behind his house, they could tell some rocks had been freshly turned over like a kid would do if they were looking for bugs. So he probably was looking for bugs as well on his long walk he took in the woods. He could have been. Although, yeah, that's true. There were some sources that said he was hearing things that were, like, attracting him to the woods. Mm -hmm. Um, There are some sources that say he ran after his dog into the woods. He could have been looking for bugs in the woods. There's a lot of conflicting stories with this. Mm-hmm. It was kind of a hard one to look for. Yeah. And, I mean, the biggest cons- I, conspiracy theory, air quotes, around that one is just because he looked, when he was found, he looked significantly different from when he went missing. And everyone's like, is this even the same little boy that was found? And apparently they might have done a DNA test to see if it was actually him. But the conclusion is to debunk this for everyone who's like, yeah, he looks completely different. Like, why does his eyes look so wide? And why does he look look like that is called shell shock. And for those who don't know what shell shock is, um, I have the definition here for you. And it is a condition with psychological and physiological symptoms resulting from exposure to either active warfare or things that cause post-traumatic stress. And it is a state of feeling severe shock or surprise. So something could have spooked him and anything being lost in the woods for two days, being a three-year-old. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that was probably traumatizing for him. Mm-hmm. I mean, the amount, like, he probably didn't have, like, really the knowledge to be afraid of something hunting him if something was hunting him, like bears, um, wolves. I mean, I don't know the amount of animals that are in the state of Montana. Yeah, but there, there's a lot. Mm-hmm. Coyotes. Coyotes are everywhere. They're awful animals, but... um Could have been that. You never know. Yeah. Um, So, 
yeah, that's just kind of like us debunking that theory. And I feel like a lot of other people um, who look at this situation logically also think that um, he he's just a three year old kid who got lost in the woods. You know, I mean, maybe something weird happened, but also maybe not. And he honestly was just scared. I mean, this was only in 2022, so who knows, maybe in a few years when he can actually, like, if he remembers anything from the incident and express, you know, if he, what he remembers and his memories from it. Mm-hmm. So you never know. And then Sophie and I were talking about, so the average person, it takes 30 minutes to walk a mile. We'll just average it out. We'll just say that. Mm-hmm. Takes 30 minutes to walk a mile. He was found two and a half miles away from his house. And obviously, like, he has very tiny strides. So you would have to, it'd probably take him two or three hours to do a mile. Probably more. Mm-hmm. So you put it all together, gets you around two days. Mm-hmm. And that's probably why he, he walked that far, maybe within a day mm-hmm. fully, but then was so tired he didn't even want to walk anymore. His feet probably hurt. He probably didn't want to get more lost, so he just stayed where he was, where he found a shed by someone's cabin and stayed there, thinking, you know, at least I'm undercover. I mean, that is that is crazy how, no matter what your age is, you have these innate survival survival skills yeah on how to protect yourself but i am so happy they were able to find him because you know what we always say when a child goes missing every like it's like every minute that goes by the percentage of that child being found alive goes down drops and drops yes Scary. So, the fact that he was missing for two days and was found alive in the woods, unbelievable miracle. And I'm so happy that he is okay and is with his family now and, you know, nothing, nothing major happened. Right. And he's healthy and he gets to grow up with his family. So, mm-hmm. We have one more story for you guys. Yes. And the reason why we weren't going to do this one just all about Riker is because I just thought this fits with this very well. And this actually happened recently. A couple days ago, I think. I'm not 100% sure on the dates. So if I'm getting it wrong, I'm sorry. (laughs) But I believe it happened this month. In this year, so January of 2024, um, there was another little boy who went missing, kind of the same way Riker did. And I want to say it was last, this past Friday, so a week ago, when you guys listened to this episode. And his name was Phoenix Wilkerson, and he was four years old. So, kind of around the same age as Riker, too. However, he was autistic and nonverbal. 
he went missing in Clayton, Alabama. And I believe they were on a camping trip. His mother stepped away for a second to, like, pop into another camper. Like, another family member's camper. And when she returned outside, Phoenix was gone. At the time, he was barefoot and only wearing a t-shirt and sweats. Um... He also had red hair and looked very similar to Riker Webb. With the weather turning cold, the family was very, very worried about finding him. Um, obviously, like, I, it's in the desert. Not in the desert. Alabama. I mean, they have pretty warm weather, but for January, it does get pretty cold at night there. You know, not like up north, but... Yeah, no, it definitely probably gets cold at night, just in January. I mean, but so around 12.30 p.m., they were officially reported him missing to the police, and it was assumed that Phoenix wandered away from the family camper, so they began a search. Mm-hmm. And three days later, a miracle happened. And surprise, surprise, he was found. There was two nights of heavy rainfall and freezing temperatures. And he was found alive and well in the woods, only a mile away from where he went missing. Um, come again? Like... Two two nights of heavy rainfall, and then freezing temperatures. He was only a mile away. Yeah, but like this child's four years old outside, like no shelter, nothing, like literally just lost in the woods. That's a lot of elements just to handle. He was found, you know, totally fine. And only a mile away from where he went missing. And they did a search. You know, like, that's another thing I feel like people gloss over when they read this. Like, oh, he's only found a mile away. Um, That's why he was found so fast. But, like, yes and no. They did a search. They would have done, like, a whole mile radius search. So that's also, it's like, that's kind of weird. Um, I feel like he would have been found farther. But who knows? However, there was a volunteer searching named Markeith Williams, who actually was the one to find Phoenix. Ooh. So, he stated he was a part of the volunteer search groups um, on Sunday, and he was planning on going to church, but his wife kept pushing him to help go search for this missing little boy. And so that morning he woke up with Phoenix on his mind to go and search for this little boy. Their group went a different way, um, in a way that was reported footsteps were apparently found. And this is the way he spotted Phoenix in the distance. 
He stated the little boy was wearing the same clothes and still barefoot. However, despite being found in the woods, he was not dirty and his feet looked really clean. He was taken to the hospital for further evaluation and then was at uh, reunited with his family later on. Mm-hmm. See, the part that doesn't sit right with me is if, like he was clean. Yeah. And for he was three cold. days. That's the other main part is um, a little totally different from when Riker was found. He, you know, was scared, shocked, shell-shocked, you know. And Phoenix, calm, collected, clean, was not dirty, and was barefoot in the woods for two days after heavy rainfall. Maybe the rain gave him... A shower? <laughs> yeah, but I, you know, maybe, like, it makes mud, like. It does, you're right, it does make mud, so it probably, see, it still doesn't make sense. Yeah, I just Unless thought he that... just, like, stood in the same place and didn't move. Yeah. Goodness. I just thought that was such an interesting story that was very similar to the disappearance of Riker Webb. So I had to add that, and it just happened, too. I know they're totally different areas of the United States where this is happening. Um, totally different situations. However, you know, just only two nights where they're gone. It's over. They go missing, like, on a Friday, and they're found on a Sunday. Just really, really strange, kind of. The similarities. But good news is both of these boys were found healthy, alive, and they get to grow up and have lives after this and be with their families. I'm curious to see when Riker grows up to see what he says. Mm-hmm. Or um, Phoenix to see what he has, he has to communicate with us. I don't know his version. I mean, everybody's all, they're all different, so. Mm-hmm. I don't know his communication skill, like how he communicates, but, um. Yeah, since he is nonverbal, um, he probably has a different way of communicating yeah. um, with others. But I'm just so glad they were able to find both of them. Um, but yeah, keep a watch of your children. They'd be wandering, I guess. There's something calling them into the woods, so be careful if you got kids around woods areas. I know. It's really scary how easily you can get turned around. Mm-hmm. Well, if anyone else has any additional detail they'd like to add to these, or, um, you know, any other ideas or theories Story. they have. Yeah. Please let or any us know. stories similar to these? Mm-hmm. 
or any other disappearance stories or if you were a child and you wandered off and something happened but you remember it and you're totally fine now (laughs) let us know yeah stop being silent listeners come on guys We've only had one or two of you that actually have said anything. Talk. (laughs) Sorry, I didn't mean to call you all out, but... (laughs) We know who you are. (laughs) We know you're listening. All right. Well, like always, please like our Facebook and our Instagram posts and follow us on Instagram. Yes. And if you have anything you'd like to say to us, you can always DM us or send us an email at survived with Sophie and Lexi at gmail.com. And we'll answer you. Mm-hmm. And if you have any case ideas that you'd like us to go over, please let us know. Because we will do them. Mm-hmm. And watch out for that groundhog. It's next week. Yeah. We'll let you guys know, but <laughs> see it before us. You let us know. And we'll keep you updated on the groundhog for sure. And this has been Survived with, with Sophie and Lexi. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye.